You're listening to the Ultimate Road Trip Podcast. It was a wonderful life. I can't think of any life for any young man that's better than being a professional racing driver. The words of the great Sir Sterling Moss. In April of last year, the world of motor racing lost one of its greatest drivers of all time. And not surprisingly, the tributes to Mr Motor Racing were widespread and heartfelt. Sir Jackie Stewart said he was the most charismatic racing driver that there ever has been. And he was his ultimate hero. David Coulthard remembered his raw talent behind the wheel. And Damon Hill said that no one regarded Moss as anything less than one of the greats. Sir Lewis Hamilton said he was a racing legend and will always be a huge part of British motorsport heritage. Over the past few years, I consider myself privileged to have interviewed him at various events, and for this edition of the Ultimate Road Trip podcast, I'm including a short chat I had with him at the Goodwood Festival of Speed, when he was celebrating his incredible Mille Miglia win in 1955. Sir Sterling's race career started in a Cooper 500, which he bought when he was 18 and mainly competed in hill climbs and Formula 3 races, but his first works drive was with the John Heath-owned HWM team, and from then on, he scored 212 wins from 529 races, including 16 Grand Prix victories when he competed in the 50s and early 60s. But, as is well known, he never won the championship, down in part to luck and poor reliability, but he was runner-up four times in succession, and then third three times. His talent was prodigious, and he competed in many different disciplines, from Formula One to road-going rally cars, GTs and sports cars to touring cars and more in competitions across the world, including the Tourist Trophy, the Bathurst 1000, the Targa Florio, and most famously perhaps the Mille Miglia. He won the 1955 race in the Mercedes 300 SLR, number 722, alongside his navigator Dennis Jenkinson. He set an average speed of over 98 miles an hour on the public roads course, completing the 1,000 miles in just over 10 hours, which is a record which still stands and has been described as the most iconic single day's drive in motor racing history. His racing came to a halt after a serious crash at Goodwood in 1962, and apart from racing in saloon cars in the early 80s and at other one-off events, he then concentrated on media appearances, endorsing his name to various new car models, including, most recently, the Mercedes SLR McLaren Sterling Moss, and, of course, making demonstration runs in various cars from his career at events worldwide. In June 2007, he made an appearance at the Brooklyn Centenary Festival, which was a weekend to celebrate 100 years of the world's first purpose-built motor circuit at Weybridge, southwest of London. It was a circuit on which Sir Serling's father had raced. Now, I've been a car fanatic since I was small, and in my broadcasting career, one of the radio stations that I'd appeared on regularly was BBC Surrey, in which Brooklands was part of the transmission area. After asking the news and sports editors of the station whether they'd like me to cover the opening day of the Brooklyn Centenary, they happily agreed to lend me some outside broadcast kit, and I made my way down to the circuit to try to capture some of the sights and the sounds from the celebration of one of the most important tracks in the history of motor racing. I also knew that Sir Sterling was making an appearance that day, and one of my first broadcast interviews of the day, and well ever, was with the great man himself. He was due to drive in one of the Mercedes 300 SLRs from the museum in Stuttgart, Fangio's car from that Mille Miglia race. 
and before he went out onto the track, I remember waiting patiently for my chance to speak to him, conscious that I had to try to get my chat to coincide with the live broadcast window that had been given by the station for the piece. But it all came together. My first live outside broadcast radio interview was with the great Sir Sterling Moss. I don't know whether he recognised my slight nerves, but his manner put me at ease immediately. An absolute gentleman and a consummate storyteller, regaling me and the listeners with some of his memories of the circuit of Brooklands and his time racing against and with the likes of Juan Manuel Fangio. Since that memorable day at Brooklands in 2007, I've been lucky to interview him at the Goodwood Revival and, as I've already said, the Festival of Speed. And I was obviously very sad to hear of his death last year. So I wanted to finally put my Goodwood chat with him about the Millie Millia, as well as his ultimate road trip on the podcast. Now, my wife devised the concept of the ultimate road trip as I was meeting so many famous drivers, designers, musicians and other personalities and she came up with the relatively simple premise to ask them all five questions. What car to take on the trip and why? Where to? Who with? And a tune. One of the first, but without doubt, the most famous legendary driver I've asked is Sir Sterling. And not surprisingly, considering the reason he was a Goodwood that year, he stuck with a car, destination and passenger he'd known well. But the tune? Well, I did put him on the spot, and he asked me to think of something. And... Well, I'm sure you'll agree with what I've finally chosen. I'm here now in the mustering area and we're just about to see the celebration of Sir Sterling Moss's victory in the Milia Milia in the uh, iconic 722 Mercedes SLR. Sir Sterling, what an occasion. Uh, I hear there's not just your car, but a few others here joining, joining you. Oh, I hope so, yes. I hope there'll be quite a few cars. I mean, it's amazing the vehicles have come here to Goodwood. just shows you how important it is particularly to historic people. But I understand there's more of the SLRs. It's not just your 722. I hear you've been in a, a cavalcade. Yeah, nobody's ever seen so many cars together. I mean, it's quite remarkable that the Mercedes have pulled them out and brought, brought them here. It just shows how important being a Goodwood is. And did I see some video recently of you actually going back onto the Amelia Amelia uh, course and uh, recreating parts of your, uh, your journey way back then in '55? Yeah, but only did bits and pieces here and there, you know, bits just to show that I have been there, everybody, you know, from one place to another. It was a very, very nice occasion, though. And could I ask what your ultimate road trip, if you had to go on, what would be your car of choice? Oh, certainly the, the, the 300 SLR. I mean, it has to be the finest sports car ever built. I mean, here's a car that would uh, keep up enormous speeds. I mean, we're talking about 185 miles an hour on, which is pretty quick, particularly when you reckon it's that long ago. And, uh, I mean, you know, it's overtaking twin-engined aircraft because they couldn't keep up. I mean, they're only good for about 160, hanging around, you see. <laughs> if you could create that trip today, who would be your companion? on that trip. Obviously, Dennis Jenkinson was your co-driver then. Who would you have now? If Jenks was still alive, I couldn't do better. I can tell you that. I mean, he's a weird little man, and, but, but so cut out for that sort of job. I mean, to, to be beside me for the, for the event and then sit down and write an incredible story after it, it just shows you the sort of person that he was. And if you could choose a tune to join, it's a, it's a rather strange question for the SLR, but if, if there was a, an iconic song that you could you could listen to on your way back in the SLR, what would that be? Oh boy, I've no, I've honestly no idea. I'd leave it to you to choose. I'm sure you have a better cho choice of music than I do, probably. Mr. Sterling, thank you so much for taking time to join us and have a wonderful time here again at the Goodwood Festival of Speed. 
Thank you very much. Does it half as good as